Welcome to the Crystal Jackson Show. I'm your host, Crystal Jackson, and I'm so excited that you're here so that you can learn from the top performers in sports, business, and entrepreneurship and how they gain their unique mindsets to reach their fullest potential. And here's what's great. This is possible for you too. You're just one mindset shift away from accessing your fullest potential and achieving all of your dreams. In this show is where you will find the inspiration and motivation you have been looking for. No matter where you are in life, remember, it is all happening now. Welcome to the show. I am so excited that you're here and going to just get right into it. You know, I wanted to start off this podcast with you just learning a little bit about me and my story. And the reason why is I really believe that when we are vulnerable and real and share the depths of who we truly are and the struggles that we've gone through in our lifetime, that we can relate to each other more deeply and we can empower someone else. So I'm just going to share with you a little bit about my story. And it really starts back when I was 10 years old. I said to my mom at uh, my grandfather's funeral, actually, and I said, mom, I'm going to play sports in college. And my mom looked at me and and had no idea what to do. You know, she's in a sad moment. Her father's passed away. We have people coming to our home. And in that moment, I I decided it. I declared it. I said, you know what? I'm going to play college athletics. And at that time, I really thought it was going to be soccer. And throughout my career, I ended up playing basketball, fell in love with basketball, thought it was going to be that. And then I fell in love with the sport of volleyball and end up you know, I'll tell you more about that story a little bit, but fell in love with volleyball and did make it to play in college. But I want you to hear this. That's the first time I remember declaring something and manifesting something into my reality by speaking it. And no one could tell me that I wasn't going to be able to do it. In fact, my, my mindset was, well, of course I'm going to go, of course I'm going to play in college. Of course, of course, of course. And it's really powerful when we can look back at the evidence of our life to find our results and lean on that. So I'll come back to that point. But, um, you know, it's all through high school, played multiple sports, was getting highly recruited for the sport of volleyball. And I actually had boxes of letters for the sport of volleyball. And then I had two letters <laughs> for uh, basketball. So the, the writing was on the wall that basketball was about to be done. And I actually had a coach say to me, okay, Crystal, you could be good in basketball. You could be good in volleyball, or you could be great in volleyball. He was biased, of course, because he was my volleyball coach. And that was really the thing that made me, okay, got it. I get to look at this. I get to look at, is it really important for me to continue stretching myself and playing two sports? So I decided to walk away from basketball, which I absolutely loved and pursue volleyball. And again, I'm going to share, uh, you know, even deeper around the mindset of what it took for me to go on and play eventually at UCLA and become an All-American. And my, my mom, when I was going through recruiting, I remember her saying, let's go look at LMU. And I, and nothing's wrong with LMU, by the way, LMU is an incredible school. Nothing, <laughs> LMU is like amazing. You're right on the beach, extraordinary education. And in that mindset at 16, 17 years old, I was all about volleyball and wanted to go to the best volleyball school there was. 
And so we go look at LMU and I know my mom, at least, you know, I believe that my mom was doing that to make sure I had a lot of different options. And we go through the campus tour and she's so cute. She's like, could you at least have faked it that you liked it? And uh, I was very clear. I knew what I wanted, which was to go to UCLA and play volleyball for them. And sure enough, at 17 years old, I walk up to my coaches and I let them know like, hey, I want to talk about going to school at UCLA. So that was in July when I was 17 years old and uh, August, I committed to UCLA on a full ride scholarship to play for my coaches, Andy Banikowski, the most winningest volleyball coach of the time and Kim Jade. And it was a life changing, incredible experience. So went on, played volleyball at UCLA, uh, played a little bit my freshman year, sophomore year, I actually had surgery on my right shoulder. And I was faced with a really interesting opportunity is how I'm going to say it rather than challenge. It was an opportunity for me to go, okay, do I put everything into this and see what I can do after having surgery or do I give up? Well, giving up was not an option. Like that was not going to happen. So I chose to put everything in and was doing extra training. I actually taught myself how to hit left-handed because I wanted there to be no reason why I could not play coming here in, you know, it was actually nine months away. So I had surgery in December. Our next season wasn't starting until August. It was about an eight, nine month recovery period. And I knew that we had a freshman setter coming in and I was walking into my red shirt sophomore year. And so I was like, I will do anything to make sure that I start. And so I want you to hear that because that was another time in my life. I call it the flip of the switch. Like when you're so clear in what you want, so clear that it's like no one can get in your way. In fact, no one can get in your way, right? When you truly have that heart and soul and belief within you, no one can stop you. So trained nonstop. School was definitely a second thought. Still did pretty good with my grades once I got into my major and went on, had a great career at UCLA. My senior year was, or my fifth year, so my fifth season um, ended up being an All-American, which was a great honor. You know, it, it, it was beautiful. It was an amazing honor to receive that, especially after putting in hours and hours and days of work and you're just going and going and going. And that wasn't even a thought for me, by the way. It wasn't like, oh, I want to be an All-American. It was, I wanted to become the best version of Crystal athletically. I wish I would have known about manifestation and the power of your mindset back in college. That would have been lovely to have created even better results, but it was my path and my journey. And so after college, my husband proposed and um, we end up getting married about nine months later. And I had stepped into playing beach volleyball right after college. And so that was an interesting ride of, okay, being at the top of your indoor game and then going out on the sand and feeling like you're, you know, you're in sixth grade playing rec volleyball and just learning. And that was a very interesting opportunity for me to really learn about Crystal, but I didn't know that. I actually didn't realize that what a great opportunity that beach volleyball would challenge my limiting beliefs and what I believed was possible within me. So I had a, you know, pretty good career on the beach. Nothing that I desire. Uh, let me say it like this. I wanted to be an Olympian. I was clear that I wanted to be able to be an Olympian. The challenge that I faced within me was me. The challenge that kept coming up was Crystal, you're not enough. You're not good enough. Your body's not good enough. In fact, when I was playing beach volleyball in a bikini every day, hear that 
I was actually the the heaviest I had ever been in my entire life. I had actually just started birth control. So that definitely, I think, played a part. Super emotional. Also, I was very strict with what I was eating. So, and very obsessive about it. So in fact, I had, I felt like I was like chained in this body because here it was, I'm playing on the beach. The, you know, girls that I'm playing with or playing against have huge boobs. I have small boobs. They have perfect lean legs. I have more of a booty and legs. And, and I didn't love my body. I couldn't, I, I was definitely beating myself up so much on the inside because it wasn't enough. It wasn't good enough, no matter what, you know, even if I was in really good shape, which I was, by the way, I, you know, I end up going off birth control and losing all the weight and being in really great shape. It still never, ever felt enough. And that's really when the journey of this process started, where it's like, how come I have this feeling that nothing's ever em- enough? And, you know, in fact, my husband and I got married and we've been met together now 16 years, but I can remember at three years, I looked at him and I was like, why are you married to me? I don't think I'm good enough for you. It was so interesting. What our, our crazy brain will say to us, our ego, what are the limiting beliefs, thoughts, and feelings that can come up and stop us from achieving our dreams? And that's really what this podcast really was inspired by was the challenges that I faced. And then also you know, coaching hundreds and hundreds of athletes and entrepreneurs and what are the challenges that they're facing and how much is it their belief system that gets in their way. So after uh, my volleyball career was almost over, I decided to go full-time helping out my husband build a gym called Jackson Strength. And that was an amazing experience. That was stepping into an area that I knew I loved. I knew I loved weightlifting and I knew that I could do it. But really what I loved about our gym was the connection with our athletes. So we had an athletic training center that was geared towards youth athletes, keeping them healthy and strong and getting them really athletic so that they could play in college. And I didn't really love the training part or writing programs. That was okay. The day-to-day interaction with these young athletes that were going after their dreams and not believing in themselves or having body issues like I did and having or getting this opportunity to mentor them was the thing that I loved the most. And it's the thing that I know even excelled our business was when Curtis and I, my husband, we came together and he has more the analytical side and I have more the connection side. He's great at it too. But meaning we really complimented each other and our, our business grew to be a very, very successful business. And, and then, you know, my husband was hunting and and was like, you know, babe, I, I really could live in Montana. So at the peak of our business, we actually took a huge risk, which I love taking risks. I think taking a risk like this is putting yourself out there, jumping without the, the um, parachute and trusting that intuition and guidance system. And I'll tell you, it was one of the first times I was like, okay, we're going to, I'm going to trust this gut in or this gut intuition that's telling me that if we get this place in Montana to rent, then we should absolutely go. And so sure enough, we, we got the place and we actually left 30 days later and we are going for the summer with the intention that if we really like it, we're going to stay. And here we are five and a half years later and we're still in still in Montana and absolutely loving it given to me. But one day I was standing in our gym, I'm cleaning up 
and my family is not with me. And so it's just me. And I hear this, this, um, this whisper in my ear and it was, you're meant to do something more than the four walls. And I really, I really took that in and I was curious and I'm like, okay, well, I don't really think I'm good enough. So what am I going to do? I'm not good enough. Will people really trust me? Will they believe me if I say something? And so I had all these limiting beliefs come up around me doing something much bigger with my life than more than the four walls. And, you know, I remember this was actually before we left Montana, I heard this. And I want to share this. In this time of my life, I just had my second son and running our business full time. I gave myself no time off because, you know, I wanted to be the like badass mom that goes back to work five days after having a home birth. And that's what I did. <laughs> and at that time, I thought it was super cool. I thought I, thought I was tough and people are going to love me more for that. When really I was searching for my worthiness outside of Crystal. And so that really was the beginning of my self-discovery of like, okay, there's some other reason. Both those things happened, right? I had my baby and, and then this nudge of you're meant to do something bigger. And that's when I started to get curious. And I actually manifested a four-month personal development course that came into my life that I didn't know anything about. And a girlfriend, um, she's my angel. I love her dearly. She's a sister to me. And has just stood for me so many times in my life. And I'm so grateful that she came into our life. She actually was a, an athlete of ours at our gym. And so I did this four-month personal development course. And I realized, oh my gosh, all the stories that I've been telling myself that are not true. And why I had these feelings of not being enough or good enough. And the programming that I had as a child, how I chose to have my experience, how I chose as a young girl to hear whatever it was that I heard and make up the story. Like I remember uh, where I made up the story that people don't believe me, but I am a little, you know, young girl. I took that and made it, Oh, people don't believe me when I, when I use my voice. And so it's really interesting to go back and look at those times in life when we've let other people influence us to believe something or not believe something. Now, if you remember as a 10-year-old girl, I was very clear I was going to play college athletics. No one could talk me out of it. But there's other areas in life where it was like I was susceptible to it. I didn't think I was smart enough. I didn't think people trusted me and believed me. And I know this is relating out to someone else that has felt that same thing of not enoughness, right? Or maybe there's, I feel like I'm too much, right? We all have either too much or not enough. When really the goal in life is to just be, be who you are. Be loud, be energetic, be authentic, be analytical, be a promoter, whatever it is, just be, be you. And it sounds so simple, but yet we all miss this mark in life because we're living up to the expectations of the world versus going inward and focusing on who are we, why are we here and what are we meant to do and how are we meant to serve? Because I truly believe every single person is here to serve in some way, shape or form. So going back to the story, you know, we move our family up to Montana. I do this four-month leadership course. I find my voice. And guess what? It doesn't sit well with my husband because I was this very passive woman. Actually, I even got feedback that I was a doormat. And if you have known me at all or just now learning about me, um, you'll notice I have a lot of energy. I have, I have a high, high energy. 
And the last thing that I would think from my young days and now that anybody would ever think I'm a doormat. But at that time in my life, I called it the black hole. It was. I didn't know who I was outside of sports. My worth was so tied up into my results as an athlete. And then I went on to be an entrepreneur and even do a sales career that both of those are tied around results. So if I created a sale, if I won in sports, then my worthiness would go up. If I didn't, my worthiness would go down and I would self-destruct. And that's the powerful place we want to be is that we determine our own worthiness. So I have a saying that I say to myself now, and I share this with my clients that I am the only person to determine my worth. It is safe for me to be me. And the reason why I pull in the worthiness and safety is because that is where people are struggling the most is they don't feel worthy or they don't feel safe to be worthy. And that's just not true. So personal development helped me find my voice. My husband was like, whoa, who, who is this woman that has an opinion now? Like it actually was very challenging for our relationship, but we worked through it. Like we always do. We committed to be married and it was a non-negotiable for Curtis and I. We knew we both actually said this to each other. We're both getting married one time and we're going to work through whatever it is that we get to work through. And we've had our ups and downs, like every single relationship. In fact, the challenging times are where we grow the most, meaning um, having honest, authentic conversations with each other that you don't want to have, but you actually, your love grows deeper and deeper. It's the most incredible way to actually see how unconditional our love is for each other. And so Um, you know, after three and a half years of living up here in Montana and traveling back and forth to Southern California, our our business actually wasn't doing very well. And my husband's like, all right, babe, we get to go to California. And I'm six months pregnant with our third baby. Holy cow. And I said, okay, he's out hunting, calls me. I said, okay, let's go. I pack up the house. I pack up my two kids a baby in a belly. And we drive uh, 20 hours to Southern California. Don't know where we're going to stay besides my in-laws. Thank you, grandma and papa. Um, They're in Orange County and we knew we could stay there. And my husband was like, baby, I got it. I'll take care of the gym, revamp the gym. I mean, back up and running very, very quickly. And we have our third child actually at our dear friend's house. Thank you. Amazing, beautiful souls that allowed us to have our baby at their house And after Ryan was born, she actually got sick and Curtis and I were in the hospital and it was, you know, it's a scary moment. Your baby's seven weeks old. They don't know what's going on. She has a fever and we're in the hospital for about 36 hours and we're talking. I mean, we're not going to sleep. I can't sleep at that point. And if we did, one person was always awake holding her at that point. Uh, You know, we're talking back and forth and we agreed it was time to sell our business that we were ready for the next level of our life. We loved our business. We loved it so much. And we were very clear that we wanted to have our life here in Montana and start building it from here instead of going back and forth. And so fast forward, you know, a few months later, we end up selling off our business and moving back here to Montana full time. And right before uh, we sold our business, I actually got asked to do sales for um, an online business company that I used to do sales for. And I was one of their clients And this is a really cool thing to hear. I was coming back and I chose it because I was like, okay, I can still work from home. I don't know exactly what I want to do as an entrepreneur. Like I had so many passions, but I don't know which way I really want to go. 
And I listened to my intuition. I actually, I got asked to come back on and I said, you know what, just give me a minute. I need to connect in with this. And I, and I said, I get to go there and I get to discover more about me and my power and my voice and standing for what I truly, truly know I'm here to stand for. I made the choice in my head. I said, you know what, I'm going to be the lead person of the sales team. And that's what happened. And I chose, I want you guys to hear us. All those things that I've shared, it's been a choice. I've chose to believe that I could be the best. I've chose to believe that I could get a full ride scholarship. I chose to believe I could manifest my husband really quickly. And I did. In fact, I didn't even tell that, but I manifested Curtis into my life within two months. I was clear. I was ready to meet my husband when he's ready and I'm ready. And sure enough, I met him two months later and we knew, we knew shortly after a few weeks that that was it. I mean, that was, we knew we were going to be married. We got married two and a half years later. So, you know, it's really powerful when we are listening within to what is the wisdom that's coming up through our body. About nine months ago, I chose to actually leave that sales career because I kept getting this pull on my heart that was like, Crystal, you've been here long enough. Crystal, you know, you have a bigger mission. Crystal, you know, you have more people to impact and inspire. And so I left, I took the, I took the opportunity that was in front of me and I jumped without even having a master plan. So again, risking and some people that's really scary. I like to actually say, I think it's really fun to have fun with faith. And the reason why I say fun with faith is faith is trusting of the unknown. Every single day in our life anyways, we don't know what's going to happen. We're actually co-creating the day every single day. And so I really got intimate was in, within me of where do I get to heal for me to become the best version of me? And what's powerful is when you start looking within and you choose to be in responsibility, you will find all the keys and all the answers that you've been seeking. And that's really, this podcast has really come about because it's this calling that's been in my heart for years that I've just pushed aside and said, you know, I don't have time and this or that, but here's why I couldn't do this podcast before this, or let me sit back up and say, I chose not to do this podcast was because I was not clear about it. I was not clear on the intention of this podcast. And now it's so clear to me that my intention is for you to, to come on and hear these interviews of everyday people that they just chose to believe in themselves. And maybe that's why they're one step or 20 steps or a hundred steps ahead of where you are right now and where you think you quote unquote should be. They're no different. We are all the same. We all want our worthiness. We all want love. It always comes down to those two things. I always say to my children when they're reacting to things, I'm like, what's the feeling that's missing right now? Well, I'm not feeling loved, mom. I'm like, okay, I got it. Let me, how can I show you love the way that you receive love, right? And so we get to reinstill the, the belief system from the way that we want our belief system to be, not from what mom, dad, our pastor, our coaches, anybody said about us. In fact, every single time someone tells me I can't do something, it actually fuels me. I had an Olympian and um, a very well-known NFL star who's now passed away bet me I could not have a home birth. And you know what? It was this, I didn't care what anybody said. And I just said, you know what? I'm not going to let anybody else's thoughts and beliefs affect what I know to be true inside. So that's what we're here for, you guys. I'm going to be interviewing professional athletes, high performers, 
people who have created extraordinary results in their life and picking their brain. What are the challenges that they had to go through so that they could be here today so that you can see they face the same things. Every single time that we're going for that next thing that we're not quite sure if we can actually do it, we face the conversation of, okay, well, can I really do it? And here's what I want you to think about. Think about instead of asking, can I really do it? What if you step in the energy of, I don't know if I can, but I'm going to sure go for it and see if it's possible, right? So I love the word possibility. It's one of my favorite words, because if we live in the world of possibility, then we can create anything. And so I know actually one of my gifts that I'm so excited to share with you here is teaching you how to see the world of possibility. Some people are so closed off that it's hard for them to see that it's even possible. They're so stuck in their circumstance right now. Guess what? Everything could change in one day. Everything could change in one moment. Your financial success, your relationship success, your personal success with you, all of it can change in a moment when you choose it. It's all about looking within and going, I am enough and everything I do is enough. And I am worthy because I am. I am worthy and deserving of everything I want and desire because that is who I choose to be. And that is when you're in your power. That is when you are creating extraordinary results in your life that you're choosing to bet on you and go all in. And I was just watching this little video clip on Instagram and it says, you can choose to give up, you can choose to give in, or you can choose to go all the way. And with me here, you're going to choose to go all the way. Face your fears, change your limiting beliefs, show yourself that you can be everything and more that person that you imagine you feel that you can be on the inside. It's all right in front of you. And I'm going to be teaching you how to change your limiting beliefs, thoughts, and feelings and start living in the world of possibility. So thank you for being here today. I'm so honored that you are here and listening to this interview. And I have two things to ask of you. Number one, follow me on Instagram at Crystal Sue Jackson. And number two, send me a direct message and let me know what was the biggest takeaway for you. I want to hear what landed for you so that I can expand more on those topics and make a bigger difference for you. And third, send this to someone that you know this would make a difference for. We're here to share our light and to transform the world one by one. So thank you so much for being here. I'm sending you so much love and I'll see you on the next one. Thank you for joining me in the Crystal Jackson Show. I'm so happy that you were here. Do me a favor and make sure you subscribe and download this episode. Also, be sure to follow me on Instagram for more inspiration and tips. You can find me at Crystal Sue Jackson and send me a DM with your biggest takeaway from this episode. All right, I'll see you on the next one.